This podcast is brought to you by Lacrosse All-Stars. Growing the game, one podcast at a time. What's going on, Lax All-Stars? It is Friday, which means you guys deserve a little bit of the Lacrosse podcast for making it through the week. I'm Justin Skaggs, and we are coming to you from my wood shop here in Philadelphia, where we run woodlacrossesticks.com. This is a show where we tell you guys what just happened in the world of lacrosse and what's coming up. Also, we have a sick interview with Justin Gutterding about what it's like to kind of be a rookie in the NLL and what that feels like. He actually just got some solid playing time recently, and I was fortunate enough to see his first run. So let's get right into it. Before we get started, here's a quick look at um, a series that we're going to be doing for the Woodshop Series Season 2. This year, the Woodshop Series is brought to you by STX, and that means we have awesome STX athletes coming into the Woodshop and learning a little bit about the traditional stick-making craft. So we have Kyle Harrison bending a full bend. We have uh, Justin Gutterding making a twig. Ian McKay from the Bandits comes in and makes what's really just my third or fourth Great Lakes stick ever. Pretty happy with how that turned out. So if you guys want to learn a little bit about what I do in Minecraft and learn a little bit about these amazing athletes, make sure you guys tune in on laxallstars.com next Wednesday for season two of the Woodshop series. With me, as always, is my partner in crime here for the Lacrosse Podcast, Rich Snow. Rich, how you doing this week? Um, I'm gonna plead the fifth. Fair enough. You get it? Cause cause because of the crime thing, he just made that joke. Oh. Yeah. No, I was just gonna like casually assume that you had a bad week. No, no, no it was a great week. I was just fair it was, enough. It was a dad joke, I guess. Yeah, there's uh, you have you have an, a new child. I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting older. I think maybe that's just, what it is. I think maybe one just appeared because of that joke. Like just yeah, actually, I can yeah, see like it. yeah, like a Terminator. So thing we should just, we should hurry this up because apparently you yeah, have I gotta some go take care of that child do. that appeared. <laughs> um, so uh, there's there's a really amazing interview coming up with Justin Gutterding. Uh, I was able to go see his opening mm-hmm. game, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But just so you guys know what's uh, what's in store for you, uh, he he really opened up about what it's like to run on the field for the first time and to make a transition from like an absolute monster in field to a novice in box. And I thought it was really interesting how he shined light on just how different these games really are. Yeah, I mean, um, it was, it really was reflecting of the, uh, of, of the American lacrosse experience. Uh, Ooh, I like that. Honestly, really, I mean, you know, that's like why we're, that's why we're trying to bring more box to the States. I mean, you could be the number one goal scorer in NCAA history and still be basically, I mean, as, as he said, almost like an amateur on the, on the, the box yeah. court. And, and, you know, Obviously, anyone who's seen him, and, and he did get playtime, so you do have those natural skills and talents. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, absolutely. You, know, you could still put it right on a goalie's oh, yeah. shoulder. So, I mean, yeah. absolutely, but like with his but own with words. whooping your ass it, the entire I mean, time, it's a little yeah, different. Yeah, it's, it's crazy hearing in his own words him just say, it's like I've never played before. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. But you know what, we'll let him say that for himself yeah. a little later. Let's jump into a very limited amount of games this week. The we Black Wolves booked a quick start with a heavy finish. To drop the rock. Yeah, um, that game was intense. Uh, 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 we had a little bit of controversy at the, not a little bit of controversy, a lot of bit of controversy at the end with that uh, that nasty, nasty high hit. Um, I think it was by Callum Crawford. Um, man, he uh, he he elevated on some dude, knocked his knocked his top off. But um, I think they're talking about his suspension, and the, I think somebody said it, it the. The minimum is like six games if they rule that it was like you know uh, it, I don't know man that was it was a gnarly it's, hit it was it's a never gonna hit. be okay 
to crack some dude like that in a sport where you could literally just eyeball someone and drop your gloves. So like, yeah. I'm fine for a little bit of roughness, but like, if you're gonna make some sort of like, really offensive gesture in a sport where you could just punch a dude? Well, I mean, like, and that's, well, I mean, that's the thing too. It wasn't like a, it, it, it was a pick. You know what I mean? So it was still. You, well, you no, but, but that's but that's what I'm saying. Body. Like, it's a pick, so it wasn't like you know. You, it's a really on ball play. It's like you blindsided the guy high, jumped in the air, smacked. You know what I mean? It was it was a rough hit, but uh, but you know, um, uh, Black Wolf still pulling out. Um, it was a good game. Aside from that, I mean, it was it was a really really good game. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, that it definitely hit was, was gnarly. Uh, Toronto Shriver also put in three goals, but what are you gonna do? You know. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it, the, the Black Wolves just played hard and they played strong. I mean, I guess maybe that hit was uh, was kind of telling of the the game they were playing. Yeah, they just they were. Just it gets frustrating at the end of it for sure. Mm -hmm. So this is an interesting thing. This is kind of you know how you know you're starting to close out a, a, a good season. The Bandits uh, played their season series against Rochester, so that's the last time they're going to meet each other in all likelihood. Um, so. You know, it's uh, it's getting to the point where we're starting to close the book on a lot of these games, a lot of these yeah, matchups, which is pretty these, cool. I mean, uh, some of these seasons are getting to the... Sorry, Philadelphia. Some of these seasons are getting <laughs> to the point where they're almost closed up, too. But, uh, you know, I mean, we still got a lot of cross left, so... It's well, that good. was... This is still great for the fans. And that was still a completely and totally definitive win with 16-9. to 9. Man, that game was out of control. Um, also, I'm really glad that you brought that up, uh, because as I was saying before, uh, Kluche put up six points, I believe, uh, at least a pair of goals. I'm not sure if he had a hat trick, but, uh, yeah, um, six goal, I mean, six points in this, this game, um, I feel like the trade was, you know, as I said, premature. But, you know, hey, um, Buffalo Bandits were on fire, uh, Dane Smith, while and out. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, even Ian McKay. Uh, it's it's hard to even pick one person to talk about. I'm literally like everyone on the Bandits is firing on all cylinders. It is out of control. Um, yeah, I, I honestly, people talk about everybody else, but I I haven't seen anything since the beginning of this season that says that the Bandits are not going to topple um, the you know everybody when it comes down to it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Well, you got a little bit of a prediction there. Uh, Colorado, back to their uh, their old tricks of losing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, it was a it wasn't was a, a bad game. No, no, it was a really good game. Um, but a lot of their games have like they haven't. Yeah, that's they like, haven't been on the bottom of a lot of people's shoes this season. Yeah, you know honestly, I mean? just been it's right behind them. It's weird. It's kind of like um, like in the same way that Philadelphia isn't getting those wins, but they're like hanging in there. And you're like, they're not playing... I mean, you could see the gaps in the performance in Philadelphia. But for some reason, it just seems like you can't necessarily pick out what Colorado's doing wrong. It's just not going right. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. It just, yeah, it just seems like it's just not working out for Colorado. No, I think that's, that's a fine enough summation. Because again, you know, we're not in the boardroom. We don't know what's exactly like... Like, yeah. what do you, what I mean, do you hey, if you're their coach? Can you invite us in the boardroom? Maybe we will we will give better commentary. Yeah, us? maybe. <laughs> but yeah, really, like, what do you run into that locker room at the end of the game and say, this is the one definitive thing we need to change? I don't think that happens. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't really see what it is. It just, yeah, it just does seem like they're not getting that little that little thing. Maybe they need to bring in an X factor. Um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe they need, they need their big cat. I don't know. Anyway. 
So guys, that was a great little short week of uh, lacrosse. We are going to come right back and tell you guys what's coming up this next week, where to see it, and when to see it. And uh, we also spoke about it five minutes before we started, and since the NCAA is still just a giant crapshoot until they start getting more televised games later on in the season and things start to matter, we're going to focus on um, the NLL until the end of that, then we'll transition to NCAA, and then from there we'll just keep riding the wave, but rather than muddy this up with doing two different leagues, you know what I mean? I, I, at this point in time, they're not even getting good tele televised like games. Yeah, I mean, it's hard I, to, it's hard I'm to not getting to. I was gonna say I'm not getting to see enough for it to be. I and saw, also, I saw I, one game last weekend. Saw one game this weekend that just passed. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know if we're getting enough for it to matter. Oh, I will. I promise all of the fans, I will care soon. Okay. But right now, I just. Literally don't. I oh. want to see what happens at the end of the I, NLL. I too will promise all of the fans that he will care soon because <laughs> if it's not box, I like vaguely pay attention. Fair enough. Alright, we will be right back and let you guys know what's coming up and where to watch it. Alright, at 7.05 on the 2nd, you can watch Rochester play Georgia. Um... Also on the second at 8.30, uh, Calgary takes on Saskatchewan. And you can literally not do anything at all on the second except for just like ignore all your friends, sit down, watch Bleacher Report because at 10 p.m. you have Vancouver, San Diego. That is a solid evening of lacrosse. Well, one of the great things about the Bleacher Report app, send us a password, um, is that you can take your uh, device with you and watch the games as you're out with your friends. Unless you don't have a password. Unless you don't have a password, send us a password. Send us a password. And then let's wrap this up. So on the 3rd, uh, 1 p.m., you know, kind of wait just to break up your day here. You can watch Colorado and New England. So basically, you can watch Colorado do what they've been doing. I don't know, man. I feel like just because you said that, the game's going to be a lot more competitive. Uh, it's usually kind of what happens. I'm going to be heading England. off to Colorado here. Uh, well, hey, we'll have to see what happens uh, if, you know, if that suspension does go through. New England might be looking a little different than they did. That's fair. you got to stop hitting people in a cowardice manner. That's what it is. Look, I didn't... That's what it is. All I'm saying is, is I didn't check his stats yet, so I don't know how big he is in relative to me for me to talk trash. He's probably huge. Or at least jacked. Or yeah, you know, that's, that's, or something. Never, that's never stopped me before. The threat of an ass whooping has never stopped me from that's talking That's 100% true. All right, speaking of uh, threats of ass whoopings, I don't have a transition that can go off of that. So we're just going to roll right into our interview with Justin Gutterding. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. All right, peace. All right, everybody out there in podcast land, we'll call it. We call it whatever you want, Rich. I'm going to call it podcast land then. We have the leading uh, goal scorer in NCAA history. What, you think you're better than me? No. I mean, it's not a thought. <laughs> it's not a thought. Justin Gutterding's in the building. Ladies and gentlemen, Justin. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, also, as <laughs> Wing fans, me and Rich uh, have a question. What's going on? We want to know uh, what's going from like the MLL to the NLL, because you're not really a... a, 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 a Normal box players. Right. So what's that transition like? Yeah, uh, what's going on, guys? First of all, uh, but yeah, never played box before in my life. Um, but I was super pumped that the Wings uh, drafted me, uh, mm -hmm. gave me an opportunity. I've uh, been learning the game for the past probably two months. Um, they've given me an opportunity last weekend, and uh, you know, 
got my shot and we uh, we actually pulled out a W. I know, I was there. I was there. I had a couple. I was screaming. It was a great time. <laughs> it was a great time. A dad moved his kids away from me. That actually happened. It, were, I don't you, know, were you yelling, let me hold your baby? No, I wasn't trying to hold anyone's baby. But I was sitting with uh, Redbeard and he did look at me and he's like, he's like, yo, like, maybe you should... Watch your mouth a little bit, and I'm like, oh man, like no one ever, you know, no one ever tells me to watch my mouth. Probably because you're a lot more respectable than me, which is weird. I was gonna, it might just be the size difference, you know. You're like an inch taller. Yeah, but I didn't shave my beard. Yeah, whatever. So what is, uh, what is that process like? Like you go from the MLL, you were uh, an absolute all star there. Obviously, your Duke career is one of the best Duke careers in the history of the game. And, and you, thank you for that. Yeah, he's yeah. a Duke fan all of a sudden. All of a sudden. All of a sudden. He's just known him for 12 years, never once heard anything. You know, that's really funny because the first game we ever went to was Duke versus John Hopkins. And we sat in the Duke section because I was cheering for Duke. We sat in the Duke section because I got free tickets. Well, I mean, luckily for you. Yeah, fair (laughs) enough. So what is that transition like? Yeah, it was actually really, it was a lot harder than I expected. Um, I didn't even know the rules going into the game. I kind of watched it. Um, trying to lead up into training camp and uh, you know just do my best but once you're out out there and it moves really fast yeah um, it's aggressive it's really close quarters and everything's tight um, you know it's a lot of fun uh, you get treated like a professional in the league which is really cool um, but yeah the game itself is obviously I think it's just two completely different games outdoor and indoor um, but yeah, I've had a blast so far. What's your uh, what's your number one thing that you've adjusted? Because I went from field to box as well, yeah. And I didn't adjust anything. I just got my 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 ass beat yeah. for like three that- straight weeks until <laughs> I was like, oh okay. But like, I'm sure you went to it a little bit more strategically. You're like, I'm gonna study film. I should work yeah. on this. Like, what was it that like before you even walked in? You're like, that's what I need to do. Uh, I think embracing the physicality of the game. Fair uh, enough. Yeah, I just had to I had to buy into the whole. Um, you know, you're gonna get beat up. Um, but you know, trying to avoid it as much as you can, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, slipping picks instead of just setting hard ones, um, kind of just easing your way around it. But uh, yeah, I'm starting to get a hold of it and uh, having a lot of fun. You ever were you surprised? I was surprised by how vast the world of box across is. Like it's it in Canada, it it's all that there is. Right. Yeah, it's kind of weird being like an American guy and just like. I mean, it's weird because, well, I got into lacrosse, like, from, like, being able to catch a random Wings game on, like, what was it, Comcast Sportsnet back in the day. So, like, when I, like, started playing field, um, they were like, please don't do any of the stuff you think you're supposed to do. <laughs> so, like, coming, like, being able to play box again, I was like, oh, this is, like, what I remember. But, like, there was, like, no one ever heard of box lacrosse, like, down here. And you go up north and they're like, yeah, field is, like, cool. Right, especially coming from Long Island. Even during the winter, you would just go indoor and play a field style. Um, when did you, uh, go to, uh, like phonetics class and lose your Long Island accent? Mm, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just, no I'm over, I'm over, I was going to say, I'm over Especially here. from Philly guys. I was, <laughs> hey, I listen, listen to every, speak we'll call day. something a John right now. Listen, I got no problem. I was going to say, I can't comment on terrible accents. Yeah, he can't even pronounce water correctly. <laughs> he throws a D in there like it belongs. There's, there's a couple. What of is with that D? though? Like in in Long Island, you would assume because it is isn't that like a quasi hockey acceptance town? Like don't people play? Yeah, you guys do like hockey. Guys do there? Is that, am I mistaken? Not as much as you think. I think that's more upstate. New York. Upstate New York. Yeah, Long Island is. I would say mostly lacrosse. To be honest, yeah, uh, I play enough. football and lacrosse, um, but football is not very big. Um, you know, I would say it's a heavily heavily populated lacrosse <clears throat> community. 
Well, you're uh, you're playing with uh, big cat Kevin Crowley now, and he is uh, real big in expanding box lacrosse in the Pennsylvania region yep. with uh, Fusion Lacrosse. Yeah, he's done an incredible job uh, just from following him on social media. Mm -hmm. um, he even takes some of the Wings players to his camps and clinics, and um, yeah, he's done an incredible job, it seems like, in Philly. I think there's an opportunity missed, especially in like the Long Island. I mean, because you just, this whole conversation is about transitioning from one game to another. Right. And if all you really had to do to get yourself in a comfortable aspect was deal with the physicality, I'm not sure a lot of lacrosse players really are going to have too hard of a time with that. Right. Yeah, I think it's more learning the rules um, and just getting out there and playing. Mm -hmm. um, I think I can watch as much film as I want, um, but I think it's the experience of just getting out on the floor and playing. Um, that's the only way you're going to really get better at it. It's interesting because... Uh, we talk a lot about uh, goons and enforcers as, you know, like moving in. That is something that's not in field. There's no like, oh, I'm an enforcer. No, you're going to get a flag in like 10 seconds. Right. Your coach is going to yell at you. But like in the NLL, a lot less than, you know, like the Can-Am tournaments and stuff. There's just someone out there just to, just to whoop it, you oh, know, yeah. just, to, just to kick it. There's yeah, a few Can-Am tournaments. Are, are, I was are actually, I was just watching, um, I think it was the ALL. I'm, I'm always bad with the initials, but just watch two dudes just like, Drop, but and it's funny too because just watching them like, like in the old like Canadian sense of like, hey, you want to go? Let's go. Yeah. It was just like I I still love watching like a nice a nice old scrap. Yeah, we got a one of our enforcers is probably one of the smallest guys on our team. Yeah, uh, yeah, Chet Chet Kineski is. I was gonna say it's Ooh. Kineski. I, I, I can never pronounce. I can never pronounce his last name, but man, that ball throw him. He don't care. Tough, I he's like the it. toughest guy I've ever met. He, so. It's incredible. He's very unassuming when you look at him. Oh, yeah. And then he's just like, no, he's the one that's going to fight. Yep. Yeah. So speaking about uh, a, a good old box brawl, if something comes up, or you, I, I got to tell you, I play defense, and someone's like throws their gloves at like PBLA, like club ball, and I'm like, you're an accountant. I'm going to the bench. <laughs> Absolutely not. I will not. Like, that's just me. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'll find I'm like I got a very physical job. <laughs> I'll find an accountant. Yeah, yeah. You, you would, but I'm just like... <laughs> it depends on the size of the account for me. Yeah. Yeah, is he a CPA? <laughs> you know what I mean? Does, what, has he got a master's degree? Yep. Is he teaching on the weekends? Exactly. I can't fight that guy. He's huge. <laughs> He's huge. So, besides the physicality of the game, uh, you know, what would you suggest, suggest to, like, a field player from your area? Or, you know, for that matter, the Midwest, probably, or, like, California. The, the box just isn't there. Right. You know... <clears throat> From an avenue, you went to a very prestigious school and you did very well for yourself at this game. Would you tell a young kid to spend or, you know, depending on your answer, waste their time playing some box across? Would you say stick to the field until the opportunity comes? No, I actually, if I had the opportunity now, when I was younger, I would have definitely jumped on the box opportunity. Um, I think there is starting to become a little bit more leagues in Long Island where I'm from. Out in the Midwest, I'm not really sure how it, how that is. I, no one does. No one yeah. goes there. No. Um, I don't know. Any opportunity you could get, I really think you should jump on it because one, it's a ton of fun, mm -hmm. and two, it's just a great experience for you know just learning another side of the game. Awesome. Yeah, it was crazy. We were uh, we were just up at a, at a youth box tournament um, the other weekend, and oh, fusion actually. Yeah, that, we're, yeah, yeah, we were at the the fusion lacrosse tournament, and just like watching kids like that young, like and and being really good at box, like oh, they're gonna crush it, like when they're older playing field, like. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's been proven that the the transition of the skills is is you know you, you can't deny that box players are just they crush it at field across. Right. Fast yeah, they the do. Hands, the eyes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely the feeds, the the quick sticks. It's, it's well, yeah. When you have 
a closed quarters like that and then you open it up to a huge field and guys aren't on top of you when you're in the crease and they're just have a little bit of inch of space they're going to be open and then if they're playing with other box players they know that and they'll throw it into them and then get a good shot on that well i'm happy that you've had a good experience and honestly i'm happy that you're having it here in philly Me and Richard really and i'm happy i'm, I'm happy for, you're finally getting some floor time yes because i was very confused for a while <laughs> it's like i did, didn't didn't we get didn't we get gutter day i'm pretty i'm confused i don't know what they trapped me in a closet <laughs> we <laughs> we uh we, this is actually the second take of this podcast because me and rich started off and we're like we're like what the hell happened? Did you get no injured? Idea. He's like, no, I never. He's yeah. like, I'm figuring this out. We're like, ah, oh, we'll we'll start completely over, because <laughs> that none of my questions matter anymore. That's funny. Yeah. So what was that like the first time you went out? I mean, because you're you've had a lot of big firsts. Yeah. You know? I mean, you you got to you started every single game your senior year, if I'm not mistaken, right? In college? Yeah, dude. I started every single game since my freshman year. So, well, well Jesus Christ, yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah you I walked out like A Duke that. fan would have known that. <laughs> I don't know. These Johns Hopkins boys, man. Yep. No, so uh, it's hard it was a little bit of a defense. Richard. <laughs> hey, and fundamentals, hey, Richard. Did you guys see how you guys did this weekend? Yeah. Okay, then. Oof. How about we? Mm, oh, yeah. and, oh, and two, right? Hey, man. You know what? It's not even me because, uh, it, you know, they didn't take my uh, my, my transfer oh, credit yeah, from IUP State College and let me in there. No, I thought you were in the top recruit at the hop. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, I did go to their summer camp once and I heard Coach Petromala make fun of a kid's cankles while he was riding around on a golf cart and it was hilarious. He's ruthless. He <laughs> was awesome. No, him and that kid were chirping the whole time. He's like he's like, Oh, you're not gonna get off the golf cart, huh? Big man, can't walk around. He goes, Shut up, cankles, drives left. It was hilarious. I was like, he's like twelve. The kid just kept rolling, man, but oh, it was funny. funny. Yeah, that that guy will that guy will will chirp with a child or anybody. Yeah. Anyone who wants to throw it at him, he didn't care. He's like, you're, you're at my camp. Absolutely. <laughs> But yeah, so like you've had a lot of crazy starts. Yep. Was this where did this match up? It's got to be top three uh, experience of my lacrosse career. Um, playing in the Final Four is obviously number one. Um, Fair. But yeah, playing in front of Philly with I think ten or eleven thousand people uh, in Wells Fargo is it's like no other feeling. I was um, gonna say you got a you got a debut in the home game too. That's oh yeah, nice. It was it was really cool, especially from watching first I think six or seven games. Um, just up top in the press box, uh, you could feel the energy, but when you're down on the floor, it's unmatched. It's really, it's something that's, uh, I never felt really, uh, except the final four when there's, what do you hear on that level? I was always curious. The music's really loud. Yeah. yeah it's I, crazy. Crazy. I, I, really, I was going to say, I noticed that last time I was like, they're really pumping that music. Yeah. yeah they're like just screaming, rage against the machine <laughs> at a bunch of professionals yeah. who are trying to do their job. It's gotta be weird. I'm sure, I'm sure guys will deny that you, you don't really, you kind of tone it out, but I've when heard I was that. out there, I definitely, you, you, it's pretty loud. Um, but yeah, you hear the W I N G S chant for sure. That's really cool. Um, they go back and forth and, um, you hear it all, um, personally, maybe it was just me caught up in the moment. Um, Especially maybe some guys who are veterans yeah, who have been there a while. They kind of they're used yeah, to it. Yeah. Uh, usually, when I'm playing lacrosse, there's no music. Yeah, uh, there's just whistles and it's like golf. Yeah, there's yeah. only music after you score a goal. But, I like uh, to go to uh, like like really not, like like Syracuse. There's just old men there yelling like really sophisticated oh, yeah. insults. And, oh well, yeah, they're really they're not nice up there. I was, but, uh, they're, but they're also they're not like vulgar either. Like right. I heard an old Hopkins fan once yell at a Syracuse guy in a hat. He's like he's like we're gonna squeeze the juice. I'm like, I'm like that's incredibly that's well polite. That's well thought out. Yeah. It's like he's well like I know I have jet. five more in this leather bound book that I've written in with my quill pen. But um, yeah, like box across is definitely a little bit more rowdy. Oh yeah. Well, and and uh, the last game I was at, we were saying uh, it's really weird that you feel like you're so close that 
if there wasn't music playing, they'd be able to hear everything I was saying. So maybe they're cranking up the music so that everyone in the stands right. can't have a conversation with the players. That's true. Because I, I mean, like, you're pretty close to the action. I was like, I feel like if there was no music, Trevor could hear me yelling his name right now. Absolutely. <laughs> it, it is. You're kind of on top. We just played it in uh, New England. Uh, and it's completely different. because. Oh, yeah, it's smaller, isn't it? It's a little bit smaller, but there's no fans right around the around the rink. They're a little oh, bit raised, okay. so they're, it's more on top of you. But um, there's no fans, like, right up, pressed up against the glass, which is definitely different than Wells Fargo, where they're... Right on top of the bench. That is another thing that's like pretty uh, uh, unique to box across that like at every stadium could be completely different. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Even yeah. the floor size are a little bit different. Yeah, I mean like is... we, we dealt with that because we play in Rizzo and it's pretty tiny and then we went up to uh, up to Onondaga and played and I was like, okay, I forgot. That's why I don't play field across. Yeah, you get a little bit more got, space. Yeah, I got a lot of, <laughs> do a lot more running. Speaking of running, I went for like my first run because we got all this crazy weather. Man, I, I, I think you could have counted it in blocks. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm working on my, my short my short sprints. Whatever, dude. Working oh on, man, working on, I'm just working on my cuts right now. I'm so screwed I'm right now. For later. Oh, I'm definitely in LOL shape right now. <laughs> Thirty second sprints and that's it. And, um, I gotta start training for. Uh, I just do gassers. That's all I'm about. I'm just doing gassers. Well, I gotta tell you, it was awesome to go see the game that you ran out on. Um, just by happenstance, uh, you know, thanks to the Wings for hooking me up with some tickets yep. last minute, um, <laughs> and then. To have you here the next day is pretty rad. Yeah, it was awesome. I uh, appreciate you guys having me though. Hey, yeah, thanks for being here. Well, go Wings. I get yep. to rub a lot of uh, uh, a lot of Duke pride in his face right now. Mm, not really. Is he a Hopkins fan? He, he is a Hopkins fan. He look look around. Look around. He's got. Uh, you know what? I could. You know what I can do? I can stop the podcast. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. As always, Frank Stanley wrote our music. Joe is our editor, and he's incredibly handsome. I'm pointing out to be on the camera there. Hey, Joe. Nice wave. <laughs> and uh, until next time, thanks to STX for bringing you by. Take care, keep laughing.